Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Drinks at Dana's. This week we have a very special guest with us and that is the director of photography for the Generation Q season two, Sandra Valde Hansen. Hi Sandra, how are you doing? Hello. Hi everybody. I'm so Hi. excited to be here. Hi. Oh, we're very excited to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And we're adding another time zone this week with Sandra being in LA. So uh, Chris and Jess are of course here with me as well. And we are going to pepper Sandra with some questions and <laughs> talk in general about season two. So Sandra, why don't we start out by asking you how you got your job on the L Word and were you a fan before? When did you first hear about the show? Your kind of L Word start. My, my origin so, story. Origin my, story. <laughs> my L Word, like L Word original L Word or Ooh, both. Q? Oh yeah, both would be good. <laughs> I guess I'll start how I got into Generation Q. Um, so actually, it was it was interesting. I I, I I keep telling her this, but so I'm I'm one of the DPs on the L Word Generation Q, along with Moira Morell, who is amazing. And I I tell her every time that uh, she's the reason why I got this job. Um, um, so yeah, so basically, I I they they were you know the L Word was really looking for. A lot of the people that you know, a lot of the key members of the crew, they really wanted um, to be women, women of color, queer women. Um, it was really important to them, and it's a really important to the show um, that there is a very diverse, not only cast but also crew. We wanted our, we want the crew to kind of look like the world. Um, so they were really looking far and wide. And what's interesting is, so they came to me pretty late because uh, I had an agent who. I, I guess forgot to submit me. I, I don't know. I'm, I was, no. I, this is my old agency. I'm not going to name any names, but I was the only <laughs> woman on their roster. And for some reason I never got, but I had a friend, another friend uh, who is now my agent who actually recommended me. Um, and I interviewed with, um, with the pilot director, Steph Green. And then I met with Marja um, and mm. they started asking me, they were like, do you know Moira Morell? And I said, I do know Moira Morell. She's a, she's actually a former student of mine. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. Way back when, because I, I also teach at the American Film Institute. And I think at that moment, they were like, great. We're going to hire her because we really love Moira. And now, and we now have her teacher. <laughs> so, um, so I, you know, that's pretty much how how I how I got into involved in the L word, and and actually, and of course, when I went into the interview, I mean, the L word has has you know the the original L word I, I knew very well. Actually, I did, I worked with some of the original cast members um, on a feature mm -hmm. uh, that, sadly, I mean, is out in the world, but there's a lot of politics behind it. But it was called oh. Girl Trash All Night Long. Oh my yes, god! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. we have yeah. a whole thing with that. <laughs> uh, I mean, and there's there's a lot of politics behind that that movie. Mm -hmm. but it's a great movie, and I loved working I, on it. Yes, uh, and I wish it actually got out to the further world, like even more so. Yeah, um, it was a good one. It was. It it it, it is, and the music and like, is good. 
Angela, Angela. Yeah. We love, we we love, love Angela. Angela. <laughs> uh, Angela and Alex, I mean, again, I, I owe a lot to them. They were amazing. They were amazing to work with. Um, and that is actually kind of where I got the introduction into the L Word, you know, because I knew, then I, I started watching every episode because when the L Word actually came out, I was in school. And so I didn't really have time to watch anything. Uh, but then as soon as I like started working with Angela and Alex on, on, on Girl Trash, um, you know, I knew all that was going on. I just didn't have time, but then I had time and it, it just, it, it was just so amazing. And, and, and so that when I got called in to do the next generation, um, I was, you know, I was a fan. I was like, oh my God, there they are. <laughs> you know, like, have you seen day. the show? And you're like, uh, mm. Yeah, no, mm, a couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like literally like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like there, there, there there's Kate. There, there's Jennifer. There that would be Lisa. us. And you know, like, what do I say to them? You know, like, ah, I'm not like Cassandra. Get it together. Get it together. You're the director of photography. You know, they're just people. <laughs> and and now it's you know it's I mean there's still times where I'm like, oh my god, I'm working with. These be I'm working with flashbacks, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's intimidating at first, I imagine. I, I know. I mean, when you know, when you when you you know you you know the you start out as a fan, and then you find yourself, oh, I'm working with these people <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, in a key position. You know, I have to light and put the camera in front of them, and they're all gorgeous, and they're they're just <laughs> so beautiful. And uh, I mean, you know, you put the camera in them, and you're just like. Oh, how, how, how do you guys like you know how do you maintain this what do you guys do to you know? <laughs> so anyway so that that's a little bit of my story I guess oh that's so cool that is so cool sometimes you know like you you see these people like being into and they're just like oh it's any other job and you know they're just this and that but it's it's so nice when you find out that especially the there was such thought behind the like not even just the casting but like hiring of the crew and everything and um just to know that there's so many people that seem genuine fans because obviously we we really closely follow everything when it's filming and to see like a lot of your crew and things like they seem to be so you know just loving working on the show and stuff and it really comes across even on social media like when they're sharing pictures and things like it, it it's really great for us when there was such a long break between season one and two and then we were getting like little snippets through through like instagram and stuff it was really nice well i mean it was interesting you know just uh like this particular season we had some new faces um you know in terms of in, in our department. So so as a director of photography, um, both Moira and I manage the camera department um, and the lighting department and the grip department. I mean, and mm -hmm. we, we are like the head of the camera department. And then of course the lighting department has the gaffer as their, you know, lead and then the key grip is their lead. Um, but we oversee all of that. And so mm -hmm. we, we did a, we had to change crew this season because of, you know, COVID people weren't available, all of this type of stuff. And, you know, when we interviewed, like, the people that we hired, the first thing they said to us was, we, this show is so important to us. It is, it, I mean, the show, the original show changed our lives. 
um, it, 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 it cre created a representation that it, it, it saw us, it saw me, you know, and, and that was really important to us, right? That the people that we hire, that this show means something to them. And it doesn't necessarily, mm -hmm. doesn't, they didn't have to be queer. They didn't have, I mean, it just had, because it means something to them, right? They're not mm -hmm. just there, like you said, to do a job, right? Yeah. Um, the, the, the show is doing it, you know, it's still making strides. And I know there's a lot of things going out there and a lot of press and all of this type of stuff. But it's still making strides, and Marja is is still you know making a mark, and it's still an important show that has to exist because there's still not there's still not good shows out there. I mean, there is more, yeah. but um, you know th this is like the this is like the pinnacle, you know. And and even this the stuff with like like you said uh, when when obviously like the three of us we talk endlessly about the L word and we have a, a platform where a lot of people come to, to speak to us about the show and give their opinions. And there there's people that, that send me messages every single week saying like, kid, there's one kid emailed me recently. And I mean, kid, like she's 16, 17, lives in Hungary, like lives in foster care. And she hasn't even seen the show because she has no way to watch it. But like she follows like you know youtube and and videos and things like that and people are still like watching the show in in secret and like it's it is still so important and it's not even just queer people like how rare is it on television to have shows about women where they're not just some extension of a male character in the sense of a wife, a sister, a girlfriend, and it especially anyone of women over the age of forty, and to have them all on screen interacting. Like I, I have a lot of friends like from school who their moms who are happily married to men of thirty years. Like they love the show because it's about women for women like made by women so yeah it's it's still such an important show and and obviously like like you said you know people can have their opinions and thing but my opinion is it's an amazing show and yeah. i like it's done nothing but but wonderful things for i think i can sp speak on behalf of jess and chris too for us yeah so. we're lucky to have it <laughs> <Yeah>. basically <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean like you said my mom my mom is one of them my mom is is one of them that loves the show that loves that loves the characters that like gets involved like she shouts at the show you know like she, she's like she's so invested in the show but like what what's also amazing is just in terms of the diversity i mean uh, you know, just in terms of behind the scenes on set, like um, this this season, one of our crew members, a male crew member, um, actually um, a male crew member in a department that is very male and very heterosexual. I mean, uh, basically, you know, came out to the crew because oh, he wow. felt comfortable to do that. And he actually said, like, I've, you know, I, I, I've never had the opportunity to do that. Um, but I, that I feel like this is, this is a family and like, we, we don't care who you are. We don't care how you see yourself. We, we see you as you and you be you, you know, and that, and that is, that is, that comes from the top that comes from Marja. Um, and then another thing that happened, which I think, you know, and it made me cry like the, like, I guess during the time when, uh, 
when the Asian women um, were attacked in, in Atlanta, you know, um, on that particular day, Marja, we stopped before we started the day and had a moment of silence, particularly for the, 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 the Asian crew members that were on set. And of course, there's Leo and Leo spoke and um and it made me cry i mean she asked me if i would want to speak and i was like no i can't <laughs> I, I don't you know i'm the I, I like to be behind the camera you know but 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 it's like things like that you know you know the things that happen behind the scenes i think i think people can feel that even in front of the camera i think it's all really important um and and that's the wonderful thing it is a it is a family the l word you know fam it is a family uh, we're a family of many different kinds of people, kooky and crazy. And, you know, we work with each other many hours, long days. Um, and, you know, we still want to hang out at the end of the day. <laughs> so that says something. Yeah, it's it's like that connection that you just have with with the show and, and people who are also fans like Chris, Jess and I, like we we didn't know each other before like pretty much season two filming and just through the show like we've had like a, a great friendship and I actually read this story the other day that I, I'd never seen before about um Jacqueline Tobani and it, it was right when season one was coming out I think this interview came out and she was saying that when she was in high school she wasn't out yet. I think she's about my age, like early 30s. And there was someone in her class that was out. And for her birthday, they gave her a copy of the L Word DVD. And she said that when she got the job on the L Word, she sent her a note and like the poster and said like, this is all because of you. And you just like read things like that. And it's like, it's just, there's there's something so much deeper about this show than than any other because it is so tied in with like how you feel and you're like you know coming into your queerness like nearly everybody has that and I watched the L word you know and and I knew and and it's it's just even going to like when the original show came out I lived in Florida and and we would go every week to watch the show and silly things like that that it just it really runs deep the the connection to the show and and the people that even you know outside of the people working on it like the extension of of people who are who are fans yeah and like it's every you know most of the crew members they all have that same story like there there is some connection to the original l word in some shape or form you know and, and it and, and it isn't like just going to a job it's it's going to something that you know is making a difference um and i think as you know filmmakers i mean that's one of the things like i'm a you know director of photography so i don't i i, I I can't do what marja does you know I, I can't come up with the stories you know i don't do that but but I still am a filmmaker and, you know, and, and one of the things that I just said is I want to work on things that say something. I want to work on things that are important that make a difference. And so when I got the L word, I was like, I mean, you know, this is it. This is exactly what I've been looking for, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's been, it, 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 it's really kind of, it's really changed my life. You know, the, just working on this show has just absolutely changed my life. Yeah, hopefully there's many more seasons to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 
we're we're strong in our in our belief. <laughs> <laughs> so, go ahead, Jess. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> so, for those of us who don't know, who have never worked on a film set, um, can you tell us a little bit more about your job, like? Um, at the beginning of the season, like, do you get the scripts and kind of like go over them with Marja with the other DP? Is it more of like a, um, you know, one-on-one with each episode um, director to, uh, you know, kind of get in more of an idea of like, I, I guess I'm asking like whose input in like um, comes into what all the scenes look like and how they're shot so i mean I'll, I'll talk i'll talk basically from a season two perspective because what's mm-hmm. interesting i don't know if every you know if people have noticed but there has been a bit of change in terms of what how season one looks versus season two right mm-hmm. um and and that is actually something that you know moira and i really kind of felt that we wanted to do if you know we got asked to back for season two and 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 like during the pandemic we met over we met with marja and and marja was like you know, she 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 likes season one, but she wanted to feel. She wanted season two to feel more visceral, to feel mm-hmm. like we were more inside, like we were part of the scenes. Um, and we felt that same way too. We were like, oh my god, that's exactly. She she wanted it to feel more real, and so yeah. this season, obviously, so we had we we switched over to to handheld. Most of the things are handheld. We're kind of in everybody's faces. Um, you know, when, when Sophie is feeling that anxiety, we want to feel that anxiety when Finley is, you know, is intoxicated. We want to feel that we want to be, we want to feel, um, you know, when Finley says, you know, uh, why are you scared of me? You know, like we want to feel that. Right. Um, and one of the things that, one of the greatest things that I still, I still to this day, you know, when I approach a scene, Marsh is like, make me feel something, Sandra. And I'll never, like, <laughs> I, I've said it before and I will keep saying it and it's always in my head. But so we had these conversations with Marja um, um, during the pandemic about how we were going to change things and we created a lookbook. So we already had a base um, for the, for the new look of season two, you know. And so, um, so then the scripts came. So how season two worked, um, just so everybody knows. So it's 10 episodes, obviously. Um, Marja directed the first three and I shot the first three. So we did it in a block. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Sarah Pia Anderson directed four and five and Moira shot those in that block. Um, And then six and seven were done as its own. So I worked with Kachal Kindred in episode six. Moira worked with Rose Trochet in episode seven. Um, and then I did eight and nine with a Haifa El Mansour. And then Moira did 10 with Marja. So, cool. so, I mean, it was really great. Um, I think it was a brilliant idea. I think, I mean, Marja is not only a brilliant star showrunner, but she's a brilliant director. I've learned so much from her and she really pushes me to, to really think beyond what's on the page. And so having her direct the first three episodes really set the tone. So her and I, you know, how we worked, we would, you know, obviously we read the scripts, we would shot list all the, the, the scripts, uh, all, all the scenes. Um, so we, 
Marja love is is like me, like a planner. So we would shot list. So we would actually meet on the weekends and shot list. Um, or sometimes at the end of the day, we would go to, you know, Dana's bar and talk about the poker scenes, you know, together. (laughs) Um, and you know, sometimes we would get the PAs to be stand-ins and I'd take pictures, you know, we did did that. Um, but we would always go with a plan because, you know, we were in COVID times or we still are in COVID times and we didn't want to, we didn't want to kill the crew. We wanted to be able to shoot this in because usually a day. Usually a working day is 12 hours. Um, That's usually a shooting day, but you also have to keep in mind the crew comes in usually an hour earlier to prepare the equipment and then they have to wrap the equipment at the end of the day. And so if you're you're shooting 12 hours, then they're working 14, right? Um, And so Marja really wanted to try to shoot within 10 hours and so that the working hours would be closer to 12 closer to 13, you know, with lunch and things like that. Um, And so that's why we had to do, we had to have a plan. Um, And so we went in, um, in those first three episodes, knowing exactly what we wanted. And, you know, of course we could pivot because, you know, of course, um, particularly the OGs, you know, they have their opinions (laughs) uh, about things. And, And usually they're always on point, always on point. Um, and so sometimes we have to pivot our, our ideas because they want to do it this way. And, and, and that's the beauty of being able to, since we have a plan, we can pivot pretty quickly. Um, and then, you know, so Marge and I did those first three. And then when I uh, work with the other directors, I do the same thing. Like we, this is the beauty of why there's an alternating DP. Because when I'm shooting, Moira is prepping with her director and going through the scripts. Um, and then when, you know, and then vice versa. Um, and part of that process, when we're not working with Marja, we will have what's called a tone meeting, which is mainly for the director and the showrunner to kind of talk about the tone of the script. Um, and, but I, but I usually go to all those meetings because it, it allows me to get a sense of what Marja is thinking, um, you know, um, like, you know, when we, we did prom, um, in episode nine, you know, she was like, I want this to feel magical. I want this to feel, you know, again, make me feel something, Sandra, you know? Um, (laughs) and I learned that all in tone. Um, I mean, I know the show, so I kind of understand, but it's always good to hear Marcia say it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it is my job as a cinematographer because, you know, we get different directors, either every episode or every block. And, um, and of course, directors have their own, you know, aesthetic. And so it's my job to make sure that the aesthetic of the L word is kept to, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And of course, the director can put their stamp on it. But, you know, I, you know, we do have certain rules that we have to try to stick to in, in the L word. And so there are times where I may tell the director, nope, we can't use that lens. We don't use that <laughs> lens during this time. And, you know, when we shoot the intimacy scenes, when we shoot the sex scenes, we, we have, we must do a macro lens pass, which is, you know, really close up, you know, that, that is part of our visual language. And so that's, that's what I do, you know, as the DP. That's cool. interesting to hear because there was, I mean, it was, 
a noticeable, I mean, subtle, but noticeable difference between season one and season two. Um, So yeah, so it's interesting to hear how that played out. Did the actors respond well to having the handheld cameras or, I mean, are some people kind of (laughs) like a little resistant to that? Like, oh, this is, hi, you're right there. (laughs) So I think, I mean, for the most part, I think the actors really loved it because it allowed the actors to move through the space and they, they could go wherever they wherever they wanted. So blocking is um, easier yeah, that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it made it harder because like, um, I think it's, oh, why am I drawing? I think it's, ep- oh, it's episode two. Episode two when, is it episode two or three? Danny comes to Sophie's house. Um, oh, yeah, to yeah. drop off the casserole dish and Sophie's in the kitchen and then they go outside mm. and they and they have a fight and then Sophie goes back inside and breaks down in front of her family. So that was literally shot in two setups. So we had mm. one, ca- like the camera started inside in the kitchen with Sophie. She's doing dishes or whatever. We see Danny. We follow her. We follow Sophie out all the way out, they have the fight, and then we bring Sophie back in. And then we did the reverse of that, you know, for, you know, to get the other side Mm -hmm. of the conversation. And then the other camera is, was outside to get kind of like a two shot of them. But that was it. But they, they basically had to carry it throughout. It was like literally three scenes in one. And that was one of the things that, that, Marja really wanted to do this season is 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 have the characters just walk from one scene into the next. They wanted this movement because the original L word is a lot about people sitting and talking, you know, which we still have. <laughs> and then it's like and scene, and then there's the, right, the next and then they're one, sitting and, and talking again. Another group sitting um, and talking. Yeah. Um, so they 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 wanted that movement, you know, that to, to you know. So I think they really loved that because they were free now. In terms of lighting, it's a lot harder, you know, uh, to do that. And so we we actually incorporated um, lights on the cameras, ring lights, basically on the cameras, just to give them a little something in their eyes and and, and in their faces. And, um, you know, uh, we had had a new gaffer, a new lighting person this season, and he was fantastic. He just ran with it. You know, wherever he – it was like a game to him. You got to hide the lights because we're going to see everything. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think in one of the Instagram posts, I saw like one of those giant balloon lights and it was a night shoot. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, our gaffer, Eric Sago, is is brilliant. Just so brilliant because he's able – that was the other thing that Marja wanted um, to do this season is, you know, the, she wanted the lighting to feel a little bit more natural than it was in the first season. Um, she wanted to feel yeah. it, feel more motivated. And, and, and we, we did too. <laughs> we actually did too. So, um, and having our new gaffer, Eric, like he really just set the bar to, to making it feel natural, but still very beautiful. And I was just going to say on the flip side of that, I've actually, uh, I remember reading comments on Facebook and I hadn't actually noticed as much the handheld um, mm. cameras and stuff. Um, it just felt more naturalistic to me. But I had people commenting saying, well, they felt really nauseous and stuff from it. And I was like, oh, I'm usually the first person that throws up on a ride. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, I didn't notice that. But interesting that other people were not liking it. Like they actually oh. really disliked the handheld. 
Oh. I, re- I really liked it. I like, I, yeah, I, re- I thought that it just, and, and this kind of goes with the lighting too. Like the, f- the first season, I think it's because one, the show hadn't been on in so long. Two, we were now shooting California for California. So I felt like it was like the first season was just so bright. Like not, 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 not like, yeah. And then this season, like straight away, first episode. And, and again, like I know the three of us, we're watching with so like you know taking notes watching the episode multiple times like we're we're really like in it and I so felt like this season literally that I was in it like you the handheld everything like straight away I noticed that those things and and I I love them like I I think it was just I don't know just so much more alive and like you said like what Marsha's saying like oh you want to feel something I mean not you know I, I've I've spoken to to Marsha a little bit and the the questions and things that that she asks you um you always feel as though she's trying to to really get in into what you're thinking and like what other people are feeling about the show and a I know she did an interview with Leisha and Kate too and some like when she questions sometimes people are like oh is she asking them the question because she doesn't know and I'm like no she's asking the question because she wants to know what you're thinking and how you're interpreting the scene and the feelings and things and and I think that it's such a an interesting but like shows you what type of a humble person she is that she's generally you know like a director could come in and a showrunner and be so like standoffish and want things their way that way so it's so nice to hear that that you know it is such a a group production and that everybody's thoughts and feelings and stuff is is valid Absolutely. And, and, and then Marge also has a really great way of, you know, cause like we'll go in with a plan, you know, and sometimes the, the actors may come in and have a different plan. Right. And the way she talks to them, um, by the time they finish talking, we will, she will have convinced them to do our plan, but made it seem like it was their idea. <laughs> That's some skills right there. <laughs> absolute skill. And I saw it happen a few times and I'm like, because at times I was like, oh no, 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 we can't, we can't do it that way. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. It's Marsha. She'll get us there. She'll get us there. And like, literally within two minutes. Oh, they're like, yeah. So Marsha, what do you think if we came over here instead and Marsha would be like, oh, that's a great idea. And she'd wink at me. <laughs> Um, but I mean that that that's that's just a, a brilliant director and a brilliant showrunner because who 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 doesn't necessarily go in and say this is how you should do it and you know Sandra you needed to do it this way um, she wants she is very collaborative you know and and that's what filmmaking is that's what being on a TV show I am collaborative with my crew like if I told my gaffer put the light here do this do that you know then it would be so boring for them. Yeah. And I mean, I do have to credit, like we have amazing hand, handheld operators. So it's, you know, Nick Musco and Will Dearborn. And oh, to watch Nick. these two, <laughs> Nick, and Will. Nick and watch these two. I mean, they're the cutest. 
like in terms of they do their ballets. instagram is hilarious to follow yeah they, they do ballets <laughs> like like we were doing things because it was continuous right mm. like and we're shooting two cameras all the time so how do you not see the other camera it would be like either nick or will he'd be like okay i'm gonna hide behind this plant <laughs> and then when you turn around then i'm gonna come out and then i'm gonna get the over or or i'll just hide behind this wall here crouch down like literally they would like crouch down i mean i they were like they were i don't know they were like ninjas you know they would come down and they would come back up or they would like run around a house you know i would watch footage of that <laughs> it, it was I mean, you, like you should watch the you know the arrest scene with uh, with when they arrested um, oh, yeah, Rodolfo. Oh, I mean, we had three cameras oh. and um, and our other operator. Danny, oh yeah, that was on the front lawn, and they were like crossing paths and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like Nick, Nick was like he literally leaked. I mean, <laughs> and we're using cameras. These cameras are forty five hey. pounds. Jeez. You know, and 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 they're all leaping. <laughs> or you know, or like hiding gazelles. behind a bush. Yeah, yeah. It's and uh, there was one time where actually one of them got sick. Nick got sick one day. Um, not COVID. It was I think it was more of a food thing. And I, I had to operate. It was actually during the one of the prom scenes in Beth's house. And I had to operate like one shot. And and I put it on my and I I actually I do pride myself in my handheld. I, I am a very good handheld operator, but you know, when when you don't do it for months because you have good operators, I put that thing on my shoulder and I'm like, shit, like this is what you carry every day? I'm so sorry. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And but that day actually we were able to bump up um uh Colleen, our second AC, um oh. and she was in and that, and now she is, she is given up being a camera assistant and is now doing full-time operating. I mean, so that's like the whole oh, thing. Oh, that's great. Like, you know, we, we are like opportunity, you know, if, you know, you know, Marja gave me, um, you know, because, you know, being a woman cinematographer is, is, is tough. It's still tough. It will be tough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she believed in both Moira and I, and, you know, we got to pay it forward too. Oh yeah, there, there seems to be like a, a lot of, of situations like that, that, you know, even reading like the story about Leo Shang being cast in the show and, you know, Marja's been nothing but, but great with like, she gave me her time to speak to her and stuff. Like I've never seen another showrunner do something like that. And, uh, yeah, it's it like Leo's Leo's whole thing. I, all the interviews that I've read with, with him of saying like he was literally in grad school and then all of a sudden he's he's you know in Hollywood on a set. So it's it's definitely um, you know one of those like stories from the fifties like being discovered or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It really was. It really is. And. And he's so great too. He's just, and you can see, you've seen him grow and, and get, you know, get better at his craft. It's, it's really exciting to see. Yeah. And you always hear from the cast um, too, how good of an experience it is when they're working on a set where a lot of the crew is female. It's, oh, yeah. they always comment about how, you know, such a different feel it is and, you know, how good it is going to work and, <laughs> 
just, you know, kind of like almost a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I mean, I do have to say, I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, it, sometimes it's hard to do an all female set, but when you have women in charge, it really does make a difference. It really, there, there's just, there's an, I mean, you know, I'm not to, not to, you know, diss the guys or anything, but, but there is, there is like a, there, there's a warmth, there's a, there's a friendliness, you know, like one of the, one of the things we had another crew member, um, that, um, hurt, hurt, hurt his back and he, he was out for uh, a couple of months and, um, and then he came back and I, I went up to him and I said, you know, it's so great to see you back. And he was like, I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad that you had me back. And I'm like, what are you talking, excuse me? Like, why wouldn't we have you back? And he was like, on other shows, you know, if I left for two months, they would have replaced me like this. But you guys, you held your job for me. And I'm like, yes, yes, we're a family here. You know, like, it's not like you left, you know, you were hurt, you were injured. So of course yeah. you're, you're, your job is going to be when you're ready to come back, you come back. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, there's nice guys out there, but I, but I don't know when, when you have women in charge that they, they understand this, you know, they understand, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the, the, just the, the, the family nature of things. Um, so it is, it is very true. Oh no, I was just going to say, um, and do you have any, uh, favorite moments or memories from the season two? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, favorite. Wow. Or uh, like a, a memory that stayed with you or something that uh, happened or. I have to say, day. so, oh, I had many, I had, so, uh, prom, prom was like to create the prom. Okay. My, my favorite was actually creating the, the, the prom that was not at the prom. Um, with, with, uh, with the fountain and the dancing. No, that, so that was Moira. I was very envious of ah. Moira, but just the prom <laughs> in the hallway, uh, at the end of episode oh, yeah. nine. Oh yeah. 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 Um, you know, that, that was, that was absolutely like, we had so much fun doing that. Um, the bubbles. Yeah. The, the balloons that, that like I, I brought those in, you know, and that was, that was amazing. Cause so I, I, I wanted, because you know, a lot of the prom was supposed to be spilling out of the doors, right? But we were going to see down this long hallway. And, like, how do you make the hallway still feel magical? Intim but then also, yeah, but also not like, oh, look, a movie crew just put a bunch of movie lights down yeah. there, and, you know. <laughs> um, and so I was like, what do we do? And so I was talking to our production designer. Actually, so I credit her. So our production designer, Va Valerie Green, who's amazing, um, she, I was like, is Valerie, can you like give me something in the background that could motivate light? And she, and she was like, honestly, Sandra, I don't know, but you know, did you ever consider like those led balloons? And I'm like, huh? And so I looked it up and on Amazon for $16, those balloons <laughs> in the L word you can get on Amazon for 16 bucks. <laughs> um, and what's crazy is, so I just bought these randomly. I didn't even think about colors or anything. And I gave them to the art department and it just happened to be the same color scheme. as. Oh. <laughs> so it was all kind of serendipitous. So that was really great. So that was, you know, 
that was like one of my favorites. And the 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 writer Ali Romano, she you know, she always one of the things that she loves are proms, and so um, I was hopefully able to make her dreams come true. So I, I was really excited <laughs> about that. Um, but I think the the I think one of the most memorable moments, which is all still from that same episode, even though I had so many, was uh, that Finley scene um, in G- in uh, Danny's apartment. Um, you know, Jack just mm. gave such she was so an good. incredible performance. And when we did that, it was maybe 12 a.m. Oh, after a long day of like that entire scene, like that scene. And then the scene after when Sophie um, comes to pick her up, like that was like two, three o'clock in the morning. And like everybody was just exhausted. And, but Jack, she just brought it. And, um, you know, that, that one shot we did just on her. I mean, I didn't even, I wasn't even shooting it. I was just watching it and it got me in the gut, you know, when I was watching it on the monitor. So that was another memorable moment. Um, wow, there's so many. Um, the arrest scene, that was a lot of fun you know, to do. There was a lot of moving pieces. and um, I don't know, I have to think about because there were some what really good the, ones. The karaoke episode. Oh, How yes. Was that? <laughs> that, that, was, uh, that was so much fun. I mean, one of the things, so that was, you know, Everybody was telling me, "Good luck, Sandra. You're gonna be you're gonna be in Dana's bar the entire, the entire episode. episode." And you and and last season, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Last season, I I hated Dana's bar. It was it was very hard to shoot. You know, it, it trying to make people look good and, and and without over lighting and i feel like the you know the way we approached dana's bar was way over lit last i mean this is me talking about my work it was very lit <laughs> and we made a lot of changes in dana's bar this season uh with the help of the production designer you know we added skylights and we 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 the windows weren't so opaque and and we added um, areas of light with my gaffer. So now we can make it a lot moodier. And so doing the karaoke was just so much fun because we were able to pick colors and light. And that was the other thing. Like one of the things with Dana's Bar went in the original uh, season one um, was our original production designer, who's brilliant, you know, a legend, but she was like, no color in Dana's Bar, no colored lights. You know, like we have to stick to, and that was very hard because it's a bar, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when we did the karaoke episode, like we were like, let's, let's make this a party. <laughs> All the color. All the lights. All the color. Uh, and I think was that, was that when, no, I was trying to think we, cause on, for March's birthday. Um, oh yeah, we saw uh, that video. Saw yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. The, the the lighting department and the the art department all got together and just like made Dana's bar crazy. So, but you know, but shooting the karaoke episode, uh, I actually after we shot, I don't know, eight days or something like that in Dana's bar, and everybody's like, "So, do you hate it?" I'm like, "No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun, you know, uh, doing it and seeing the OGs up there." 
um, that, that was, it, it was, a, it was a lot. Of, they were having a lot of fun too. You know, well, you could definitely tell that the fun definitely yeah. leaked out into the, into the audience. Cause we all felt it. I think is Ash, is that your favorite episode? Yeah, the um, I mean, I I think that <laughs> all like, of them are her favorite. Episode. Episode. It was her favorite episode <laughs> until the next episode aired, and then that one was. <laughs> That's her favorite. true. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, this one is my favorite. Marja said that one when I asked her that question. She said that six was her favorite too. I said that we were all like us in the audience were all Jacqueline in when she was in the audience watching the OGs singing and she was so happy and like this i was like that's us that's all the audience members (laughs) yay look the ogs are all singing (laughs) yeah they were it was it was just it was just so much fun uh to do and, and 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 to play um and the one thing that we had to do this is really connect everybody to make sure that we knew where everybody was so that that was you know you talked about planning right we actually planned that episode almost like a football game, right? Because mm. we were like, okay, so in this in this scene, so this person is here. Like we we drew it out with my our assistant oh, director. Is that is that where you have the little pawns on the little? It's like a Cluedo map, and you like push people around on the little map that shows. I don't know. It was on someone's Instagram, <laughs> and it looked like way? a shoot. It looked like a shooting. Um, like it was like a floor plan with like little. Um, not dolls, but like, what do you call those little things in the games? Like, oh, pawns. like little, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I don't remember. Maybe that was Moira, <laughs> but 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 that it's something like that. But we actually used a whiteboard, and uh, our AD Jill Macy and I, we would be like, okay, so in this scene, so and so, so the OGs are sitting here, and where is Finley? Okay, so Finley supposedly in the back room. Okay, where is Sophie? Okay, so Sophie is, should be here because we wanted to make sure that all this like so that we were consistent you know and then oh, sometimes yeah. you're like well where's Tess I don't know where Tess is okay <laughs> Tess is in the bathroom you know like, <laughs> but, but we but we really planned it out so we knew where everybody was because if we if we didn't do that then we feel like the audience may get lost in terms of like where are we looking you know and why why are we here or you know and, yeah, you and, and Martin yeah. You can easily lose someone. Yeah, we wanted that kind of connective tissue of whether we're following somebody into into this room or or taking somebody out or something like that. So that it was, we really planned it like we were, you know, uh, like like a like a foot. You should have seen it. It just looked like you know those what they do in football. Yeah, those what do they call them? Jess, you're you're into football. (laughs) Play by play by play or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What is that? You know. Yeah. Playbook. <laughs> yeah, because I like with big episodes like that where they're predominantly all in one one place as well. I feel as though when you're an audience member, obviously, sometimes when if people haven't thought it through the way you guys did, then it becomes extremely obvious because there'll be like continuation issues where you'll be like, oh, they're supposed to, I don't know, Finley and Tess are supposed to be in the back talking, but they're behind Danny and Gigi and it doesn't make, so yeah, like you can, you can definitely tell like a lot of thought went into that episode and like where everyone is because it's so easy to make like some little mistake like that where, 
uh, there's so many shows I can think of where, say, Danny and Gigi are walking out, and it's like we've just seen Micah kissing someone in the in the alley, but then we see no one's in the alley when they walk past it. Like it's it's little things like that that there wasn't. And again, like you know, the three of us watch it like with a magnifying glass. <laughs> but I mean, we do. We we honestly, I mean, at times we do think about the fans, right? We, we do think about, you know, that these, that, you know, this particular scene or this, you know, that episode, people are going to watch over and over and over yeah. again. So we need to get it right. We can't be cutting corners because people are going to know. People are going to, and yeah, we make people being Ash. Ash will pick it up. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, we do. We make mistakes and we miss things, but we really do oh, think about, really you know, this. this is a show you know, we know that this show is going to be watched and particularly the karaoke episode. I kept telling Patrol, the director, I was like, people are going to watch this over and over again because it's fun. They're going to be taking YouTube clips, right? And you're just going to be like Jennifer Beals karaoke. And that's the first thing that's going to come up, you know? Um, and so we have to get it right. Um, so we're always thinking about the fans. <laughs> Do you ever yeah. think about putting any Easter eggs in or, or are there any Easter eggs in the background? Have there been... <laughs> Mm. And if not, not will, will you put in? Yeah, will, will you put some in now? <laughs> has Marja? I know she has, and I can't think of any. There, there's like little things, but now I can't think of anything. Watch as soon as we hang up, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know. <laughs> there, that is one like one of the great things about about this show that you just can't get you know in a lot of other iterations is that there the show if if somebody tuned in from season one episode one of jan q you can watch it as a as a standalone and there's not so much you know references and and easter eggs and things going on that you would be really confused but i think that they like marja and the writers really straddle that line of there's still a lot for for us original fans because even like there's moments this season where when Bat and Pippa are talking and she's like Bet mentions about calling Peggy and things and if somebody hadn't seen the original they just think oh it's some person off screen that they mention but like you know obviously we know there's a whole character and everything from the original show and it's it's just so nice when you and there was there was a lot more in season two I feel that we're like I don't know it's it's always like a yeah like a just a fun little like wink at the at the OG audience and you feel really like oh they see me like they they know that we're gonna get it and it's it, it it's just really nice but I actually have started to find there's some people in the world that you'd think this wouldn't be the case, but that there's younger people who someone came in my comments on a Gen Q video and they were like, so they were talking about the, the scene in an episode that had happened, but it hadn't happened. So I went looking and do you know there's a whole other show called The L Word? That <laughs> yeah, I had that in our Facebook as well. People, young like, people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I sat there going, oh my God, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> 
but, but you're so, so right. You know, like, again, I mean, I'm going to bring back my mom, but, you know, my mom didn't watch the original episode, the original, but, you know, she, she got caught up into it. And, you know, even though she may not when, you know, when Alice is on the stage, you know, reading that chapter out of her book about Dana, I mean, it still get it, it'll still get the new, even though they don't know. Yeah. The, the the real story behind it. I mean, it'll get you in a different way than somebody mm-hmm. that is just watching the Gen Q for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like you said, like there is the, the, the they really do a really good you know thing to kind of toe the line between the you know the legacy show and, and Gen Q. So um, I ha- I've had hand it to them. You know, it's it's a tough job. You know, because there's oh, yeah. there's a yeah, there's there's a lot of people to please, and oh you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're never you're never gonna please all those yeah. people, and there's always gonna be people that that literally before they've even seen it, they they have their you know opinion and things like that. But I mean, it's it's like anything, isn't it? Like you, whatever you put out into the world, your your work or if, if you, you immediately have my respect, if you are putting something out into the world like this with your own face, your own name on it, and it's reached by so, so many people are, are seeing this. And yes, you have the few naysayers and people that are gonna, you know, attack over like little silly things, but for all the positivity that it does, like, it's just they they do an absolutely brilliant job and i just need them to renew it really soon for season three <laughs> moral of the story yeah moral of the story more l word please <laughs> i think we'll get at least at least another five seasons um, no, I don't know. <laughs> Three seasons. I don't know. I mean, we got six of the original, so I'm I'm assuming we're gonna get at least minimum of six of this one. I would think they'd stop at five, so so they don't repeat the season six of the original. <laughs> I mean, everybody's really confident, you know. So I don't know. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. Because it's been like a month since since the the finale, so very important question though: Is there a blooper reel, and will there be one? Uh, there should be. I mean, we have. uh, Do you keep Do you keep the bloopers, or do you record over them? Well, no, we keep everything. You know, like if it's recorded, it's recorded. We don't delete anything. I mean, I don't know what they do archivally. but Sweet, yeah, so they're any, out there. <laughs> so, so they're out there. I think. I mean, you know, whenever we have a bad take, we cut, and you know, people laugh, and particularly Leisha, and you know, we, we just. Uh, you <laughs> I know, was going to ask on. who's the most prone to blooper. Leisha. Leisha. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say Leisha. Um. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I can imagine she'd be a big goofball. Uh-huh. Oh, she she is. I mean, between Le- oh, actually, I take that back. Donald. Oh, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he 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 was funny because whenever he would mess up, um, you know, I, I remember there was this one time we were in Alice's office, and it was like this long scene, you know, again continuous, you know, and they and they they have this like like back and forth. They're they're really good at it, 
And uh, I think he messed up a line. And then, you know, we have all these extras. And he was like, yep, who was the one who messed up their line? This guy, you know, like that type of stuff. Like, really... So I, I think he actually beat Leisha this season, Donald. Donald. Yeah, did. I mean, he, he, he has the long history of being on Scrubs for who knows how yeah. many years. So <laughs> it, it was so much fun to see them together. Um, their banter uh, was really, uh, I liked it. We enjoyed their banter. Yeah, I mean, and it was like that just on and off set too. Um, they, they they just had that. I mean, Donald comes in and, and just wins over everybody. He just know, seemed like, like he was playing, yeah, playing himself. Yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Yeah, he, it was it was great to, to have him this season. And Rosie was fantastic. I only got oh. the opportunity to, to work with Rosie um, on um, on just a couple of scenes uh, this season, Moira got to work with her even more and the more like meatier stuff, you know, like, um, the stuff in episode seven, um, mm, that yeah. really kind of broke my heart, but, um, same, I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, you know, and, 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 and she really brought it too. I, I do have to say, uh, I'll, I'll admit to you guys, I was on team, uh, team Rosie. I was on team Carrie. Oh yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. I'm on team yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. a, a part of me as I was watching it, I'm like, I am Carrie. Like that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why doesn't yeah. anybody love me? <laughs> no, I, no, I know. Like, you, like you just totally connect with, with with Carrie more so, and you're like, yeah, Bet is me. What's wrong with her? <laughs> Bet was a bitch this season. I am not. A, I'm not a fan of Bet. <laughs> but it's so interesting to see, like, from the you know from the OG, there's those hardcore. Bet and Tina shippers and they can't seem to leave it go for Gen Q, which seems to be, you know, a whole new start. I mean, they're still, you know, Bet and Tina-ish, you know, storylines, but it's, yeah, it's just interesting to see that they can't, they can't look at Kerry objectively in that sense because they're so focused on Bet and Tina. So they automatically, like, no matter who played Kerry, they would hate her. But I'm yeah. like, she brought it. She was like, Rosie was just, I hope she wins some kind of an award, but like, Emmy guest star, yeah, yeah. Uh, our our first AD, uh, Jill Macy, hardcore Bettina, hard. <laughs> she is one of those. So when I told, I, 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 I can't remember if I did tell her I was Team Carrie. I don't know. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. She knows now. Um, yeah, she knows now. But um, but yeah, but she 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 is one of those. Um. Uh, you know, again, we're all fans. We're all fans. We're not just we're not just people who work on the show. It's like everybody has an opinion about. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Probably also exhausting at some points, but also <laughs> we all have an opinion. We, you know, you know, Team Carrie, Bet, you know, we, no, we're with Bet and Tina. You know, like it's it's it, it's 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 really great. Like how involved the the entire crew goes because I've worked on other sets where people just don't give a shit. Like yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm gonna show up. I'm the I'm gonna do my job and then I'm gonna go home. And mm-hmm. and this one, you know, I I I remember Lauren Peel, our first AC. I can't remember what episode, uh, but she came up to me and she's like, "Sandra, have you just read this episode? There is so much sex at the beginning. There is so much." <laughs> oh, I remember that episode. I remember thinking that too. I was like, "There's so much." Yeah. I think it was at the, at the start of episode seven. You know, where it was like, yeah. Uh, 
um, it was like Finley uh, and Sophie. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, every episode, they're just fucking every, like the first <laughs> 10 pages. Did you read it? <laughs> I don't know how it would go for 10 pages, though. It would be like just describing the scene. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I haven't read it yet, but oh, no, I don't yeah. think I did at that point. You're like, how am I going to like this? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, actually, the, I was like, oh, that's Moira's episode. So problem you're like well that's Moira's problem <laughs> um but no but I mean shooting the I mean I do have to say like one of the you know the working on the L word has really I mean I've done a lot of different sex scenes you know b- before the L word um but really working on the L word has really taught me how to do sex scenes um uh truly I I, th- I think it's you know and I've carried it on to you know some of the other shows because I think we really try we truly I think handle the intimacy in it i think in a in a beautiful way as opposed oh, yeah. to you know the the kind of gratuitous way like yeah coming from a void yeah. point of view yeah mm-hmm. and um so i'm really proud of it even though i, I i'll be honest with you I, i'm scared to death when we have to do those scenes you know <laughs> they take a long time to do yeah the intimacy coordinator is it Catherine? Catherine. Catherine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. she honestly like it's it's just a complete other caliber compared to to other shows and it's it's so well done that that honestly like I, I constantly like people are always saying um to like comments whatever they're like oh the the intimacy coordinator on the l word is just like amazing but i i know that people have this this other idea of the way sex scenes are in like on sets like you know you read all these things where people like really think that the things go on that they don't and I I wish that people knew like what a like what you're describing like what a production it is and and ha- just how technical and, like yeah exactly it is because people think that like it's basically just like oh there's a sex scene and and do whatever you want but like every scene (laughs) how like coordinated the scene with tess and shane in in las vegas um they actually rehearsed they told us every they actually rehearsed it together um and actually came up with the choreography between you know um jamie jamie and kate and and they told us exactly what they were doing, you know, oh, that they're going to do this. They're going to, the, the, the pants are going to come down and then I'm going to come here and I'm going to kiss here and I'm going to do here and I'm going to go here. Um, you know, and that doesn't happen with every sex scene. Sometimes, you know, ap- actors are very different in terms of, but regardless of whether they do it ahead of time or whether we find it on the day, it becomes very technical. Mm. Um and I mean, I have to hand it to them. I mean, you know, like what they're, you have to also remember they're thinking, cause we have to do it all the same way, in the, right. you know, same time. Like, okay. So then I go, I go to the cheek and then I go to the neck, you know, and it, I would not remember and, that. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, so how we do it is, um, um, I guess, depending on the sex scene, you know, we'll shoot it uh different ways a couple of times and then we'll like i talked to we'll, we'll do a, a a macro pass you know and that is really technical because mm. my operator 
operators. My operators will talk to them and they will tell them exactly what they're going to do because it's so close and tight. And then, you know, maybe, you know, a hand graces the cheek and maybe he misses it. So he'll, he'll tell them, can you go back and do that again, please? And they'll do it. <laughs> or can you go back and, 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 and kiss her breast, please? You know, like, like I mean, it's very technical. But and like, how close are they with the macro lens? Like, how close are oh, they? Oh, they're, they're, they're like, in, like. Yeah, in, yeah. Your, in your face. Yeah. In the face. They're like right there. Wow. And that's why um, what we found is, you know, is it, it, it needs to be a collaboration between us and the operators and the actors. We need to, you know, it's a conversation because we can't, it can't be like, oh guys, just, you know, just do it, do it, do it better. You know, like, oh no, it's sexier. You know, it's not like that. It's more, it's very much like, uh, you know, so I'm going to go here. Is that okay? Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah, let's do that. Or I'm going to come over here and then I'm going to do this. I mean, I mean, and it, it takes a lot. It takes like for a sex scene, I'm trying to think, like, I think the, trying to, the, the bet and Gigi scene so um, I, I remember what our day was. Favorites. <laughs> so so we did a day of just intimacy. So the first half of the day, which is roughly six hours, was just that scene with uh, mm. with Bed and Gigi, and then the second half of the day was the scene with um, with uh, Danny and Sophie um, in oh. episode one. Um, so, you know, so it's six hours per for all of these scenes that last, you know, like what, one, two minutes on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, because there is, you know, there's also like makeup touches, you know, they're going to, you know, we, they, they, they have, they do full body makeup, mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to yeah. have to touch that. Then they have to touch the lips if they, they kiss. And so there's a lot of. You know, and then we have, you know, people watching out the intimacy coordinator, but then we also have, you know, like the, 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 the makeup people watching as well and making sure that, you know, and I'm watching too, because we don't, you know, one of the things, you know, you know, you don't want to get this, you know, so they have <laughs> to like, make sure they're doing like stuff like this or arching their back in a way, you know, so it's like, they have to think about all of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> plus be sexy and you know make it feel hot you know like it's crazy i don't Jeez. know i don't know how to do it excellent excellent work on on that episode that scene though excellent work one of the bed and Gigi. i mean yeah can you i mean i have to say like you know bet like uh, like jennifer i she looks amazing. She looks flawless. Flawless. Oh, yeah. They're both my favorite characters. So that was like a dream come true when they were. And, and Gigi, <laughs> and the funny thing is, so Gigi brings it, you know, mm -hmm. like. Oh we can gosh. see it. <laughs> she brings it. And, and what's interesting, you know, if you watch any of the show, like all of her stuff, like you don't see any nudity for, from Gigi. But. But the way, but you know, you uh, what she it. does and yeah. how she oh, she's, she's in it, you would. I mean, she might as well. She might as well be naked. But she Ooh, she, yeah. she does not. She does not do nudity. 
She smolders. Yeah. She yes. Oh, the word. Yes. Smolders. She could yeah. be fully clothed all, in all yeah. her sex scenes and it would just melt the screen. It, it does. Like, I, you know, now when I think about it, you know, because it just occurred to me, like, she does, you know, she never takes her, you know, she does bra and things like that, but she never takes her, her clothes off. But if you, if I, but thinking about it, I'm like, she doesn't? Wow. I mean, and I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she just gets in, like, it, it's really fantastic and fun to, to shoot intimacy scenes with, 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 with Seppi because she's just so good at it. So, you know, really, t- I mean, again, like, guys, how do they do that? You know, and then they have to, like, oh, remember no. lines, too. And- <laughs> oh, I know, right? I can never do it. Do you have a favorite couple on the show? Like, is it um, someone you were, like, rooting for, like, the whole time? Sophie and Finley. <gasps> oh, interesting. Yes. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Finley fan. Finley is my favorite. Oh, me too. Finley's my favorite. Finley is my favorite, and she'll. And, and I think it also has to do with. I mean, Jack is just wonderful. Like Jack is also wonderful to work with. I mean, they're all wonderful. I mean, they some have their nuances and everything, <laughs> but Jack Jack is like genuinely like just so easy to work with, so easy to talk to. Um, she's just a delight. Like whenever I see her on the call sheet, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so nice. So, so that that's fun. So yeah, but I'm a I'm a I, I'm rooting for Sophie and Finley. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where I stand. There's there's a like so many now because I, I know Marsha was saying like obviously with COVID like there was a lot of things that they couldn't do like they couldn't bring in tons of of guest stars so they did kind of mix everybody up a little bit together and you know the one of like the the absolute biggest couples of the season and i think is unanimously popular is danny and and Gigi. and it's it's cr- like crazy to think that even in the beginning like there was ben and Gigi for the first couple of episodes and then now Gigi and danny but oh my gosh like the reaction to them it's been crazy like they are and and again like we're in this little unique position that we see a lot of fans and i mean like if i put anything danny and Gigi up it gets hundreds of thousands of views like way 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 more than anything else it's it's and and i mean people on all social media instagram twitter everything like it's all about danny and Gigi. (laughs) yeah i remember i think uh you know because i was posting um uh frames from the episodes that I shot and I remember oh, yeah. like the the Danny and Gigi ones always bring the like the the most likes that I, oh, I yeah. mean I think they make a fantastic couple but I I didn't anticipate the what do they call it what do they call the, the there's a term for Danny and Gigi like the oh oh genie 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 oh yeah yeah <laughs> so um I just didn't anticipate it you know that that was that was going to be a thing I mean but, Interesting that you guys didn't know that it was gonna take I off. Mean, as it I mean, that was me personally. I, I don't know. Okay. Like, you know, have, maybe have everyone else is rubbing their hands like, "Oh." <laughs> no, I feel like that pairing energized the show. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of times it's you you kind of know it has to happen because it's television and whoever was together as a couple at the beginning of the series you always know they're going to, you know, break up. There's going to be some sort of turmoil or something. But, you know, a lot of people respond really negatively to that, you know, like maybe they're huge Sophie and Danny fans and, you know, they kind of pull back or something when a, a couple that they're really into uh, breaks oh, up. We hear and so about that. Here, come, we hear about that. <laughs> here comes this, this, you know, pairing who had both previously been with other characters on the show. I think it just brought this little shot of energy of people like, and oh, it, it, I never considered that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think a lot I mean, of us Mar- were like, Marja, <laughs> Yeah, I think Marja, you know, I think Marja obviously had any, you know, I, I, I never actually talked to her about this, but I, I'm only assuming that, you know, she was hoping for it because I remember, um, uh, at the end of episode six, you know, where they go and have ice cream together. Um, you know, I, I attribute to, to the director Cottrell, like, I mean, for such a simple thing, but like we end up doing like this move around them, you know, and then we end on her face on, on oh, that was a really, that was a great shot on Danny's face. But, 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 but that tonally in the tone meeting and what the notes that, that Cottrell got, I think was that to, to make the audience like go, Oh, but it's so simple. It doesn't, you know, it, it's a, such a simple thing. It doesn't end with this big crane shot or anything. Right. It's just on Danny's face. Um, and I think maybe, you know, that again, you know, that, that visual language, we're starting to build that, like you were talking about that energy, you know? So, so, you know, I think it was all intentional and, and, and this is why we have those meetings yeah, with Marja to kind of get inside her head, you know. Marja's evil plan. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Evil genius yeah. plan. Yeah, she's I like, know. oh. I <laughs> but I don't know what happens. I'm not sure what's going to, you know. <laughs> the, uh, Marja did talk about in her interview with Leisha and Kate that there was, um, in the in the finale, there was a couple of scenes at the end that were cut. And as someone that like, you know, you watch the show and stuff, is there ever things that that are cut that you remember happening and you're like, oh, this kind of changes or uh, is it something where you've you've noticed like there's a lot left on the cutting room floor or is it just every so often? Um, let me think. So um, I know there was some cuts in the first three episodes i mean actually i i you know the funny thing is so the the uh the arrest scene ended up in episode four oh, um yeah, yeah that's right and and i was really sad about that because you know episode four is moira's episode but i shot that because it was originally supposed to be at the end of episode three oh, the arrest yeah. scene um and so uh, I, I was like, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it kind of almost was because we saw the flashing lights. The light. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. But it was supposed to actually continue. Episode three was going to continue, and then it was going to end with you know Rodolfo being arrested, mm-hmm. and and then that would take us into episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly the reason. I think sometimes there's you know. I mean, I, I can't necessarily remember. There is a lot of things that do end up on the cutting room floor because of time. You know, we have a specific window of time that we have. Yeah. And I remember that, um, you know, Marsha, as she was 
editing one, two, and three, she was running into timing issues, you know, that things were just running too long. Um, Mm -hmm. But I can't remember. I honestly can't remember anything right now. You know. Yeah. Masha Masha didn't release the director's cut. (laughs) That goes for six hours. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, you know, there's, you know, and then, of course, we get we get script changes um, all the time, you know, where, you know, they may get notes from the network or um, or even notes from, you know, the because the the, 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 the the all the actors do get a chance to, you know, talk to I, I guess it's Marja or maybe the writers or something in terms of where you know their character is and things like that and, and we're and we're also making changes on the day too like oh do i have to say this can i say that you know so i mean it's only to make the scripts better usually mm-hmm. um but we're constantly getting we every time you get a a, a new script it, it's a new color you know so this is the blue script and this is the, <laughs> the green script and so we're constantly getting changes a lot of them are dialogue changes we get a lot of dialogue changes but sometimes there's like whole scene changes or you know um but but yeah and then sometimes we have i don't know if we had to reshoot anything this season i know we did because uh there was a little bit of a costume snafu you know and we had to redo because we shot a scene and we realized the the characters were in the wrong costumes Oh, no. <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of changes you know and you know these ladies there's a lot of clothes you know yeah we have, you know we have amazing i mean look at bet's wardrobe alone oh, you know? yeah Jeez. um and so um yeah we there was a little bit of a snafu there so we had to redo it <laughs> so when when did you when did you have to film like the the rebit was it while you were still filming that you you realized or was it yeah, so it was um, actually what happened was we, um, I think we filmed the scene that happened before or after it, like on another day. And then we realized, oh, wait a second, they were in the wrong clothes. And so we had to go back and build it into the schedule. Um, oh, my okay. light just turned off. I'm so sorry. So, I mean, they just build it in, you know, they're, they're tough schedules, you know, they, um, um, Sometimes we, we do what's called a double up where both Moira and I are shooting at the same time. Hmm. Um, yeah. So we have like two act, you know, two separate units happening. Um, and on our stages, luckily we're, our stages are, we have like two, two buildings, two and a half buildings. Um, and so we can, you know, she can shoot on stage A and I can shoot on stage B. Like we can never shoot on the same stage, but right. we can shoot in different places um, at the same time. So it, it can be a lot. <laughs> and sharing actors and things like that. It's, it's like a scheduling nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that because people say like a lot, you know, obviously a lot of the people that that want um Bet and Tina back together they constantly try and solve the issue of Laurel Holloman's availability and people always say oh well if she's only available for a month you can just shoot all her stuff in a month and I'm like oh 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 yeah <laughs> that that could really <laughs> they need an entire budget and an entire set of people to do like an entire tv show just to do that of all the uh the people that would require because i don't i don't think sometimes people think of the 
you know, how much, like, yeah, like, scheduling and, and everything that goes, that goes into it, um, I guess it's, like, the intimacy thing, like, people just think of it on the surface level of, you know, what they're seeing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we, we don't shoot in order, you know, like, right. yeah. you know, and, and we went to the block shooting um, model, where we shoot, you know, two or three episodes at a time, and so, and so it helps because, you know, if we're shooting at a location in one location that, you know, cost a bit of money, you know, maybe not the stage work, but maybe the location, we can actually shoot like, okay, we're going to shoot a scene from episode one, the scene that's going to happen in episode two, and the scene that happens from episode three, all in this, at this one time, at this one location. Mm. And it's, it's great for, um, you know, just logistic purposes, because then we don't have to go back, they don't have to pay for it, we don't have to load in, load out, all of that. But it is hard for for all of us, even the actors, because they're like, okay, now they're in episode one. Okay, but now they're in episode two. So they're feeling something different. Oh, but now they're in episode three, and their 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 relationship has progressed Mm. in, in this way. And, you know, and I'm, and I have to do the same in terms of, you know, the look or the lighting, if there's any sort of trajectory change, you know, so it's hard, but, you know, that's why we can't, you know, because like, again, sometimes we'll, we'll shoot like two or three different scenes from different episodes in one day. <laughs> and yeah, have to- um, it just must be crazy with like, not only like wardrobe change but like makeup hair like all that stuff like it it sounds crazy <laughs> yeah and and you know and 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 they they you know and and it takes a bit to um to 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 get all these ladies ready to to go it's not i mean they're beautiful just just without anything but you know there is they have hair they have makeup they yeah. have wardrobe um and it, 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 you know, I, I think people don't realize like it's not glamorous at all to shoot these things. It's actually, you know, people are like, wow, you do a lot of sitting around, you know, or like a lot of waiting. <laughs> um, but, you know, there again, like we do, you know, this episodes are an hour long and it takes us 10 days and sometimes even more to shoot, shoot it 10 12 hour days to shoot an hour's worth of, you know, footage. I mean, if you think about it, like, Oh gosh, that, you know, you do many takes of over and over again. And it's not, it's not glamorous at all. It gets boring. You know, it's never boring for me, but like to an observer, it gets kind of boring after a while. You're like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go to craft service. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Craft service. Craft service. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely the best thing about any film set I've ever been on. <laughs> craft services. Yeah. I wish my house had craft services. And 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 now in COVID, so you have to get everything um, uh, prepackaged, and so yeah. you'll go to oh, a truck yeah. and you'll order. There'll be a menu, and we had really great craft service on the L word. Um, and you know you'll order, and you're like, I'd like the fruit cup and the veggie cup and uh, diet coke, please. And you know, and they make <laughs> coffees, uh, lattes. You know, every day, every Friday was like tea cake Friday. Oh, yeah. Like, 
because I, I, one of the one of the MVPs of your crew for for us was Lauren Peel that you mentioned before. She posted a lot of stuff on social media, and we we loved it. And there was a couple of days she posted the menu of like the whiteboard and the food trucks and the flowers and yeah oh so oh yeah the ice cream truck that came yeah yeah i mean that is like a one thing that that happens which is really cool like as a gift to the crew um either the directors or marja or showtime or the actors uh will get a food truck for the crew um So it, it, that that's a lot of fun to do, and and you know we get a we, we get to try a, a bunch of treats like we we did like myself and the director and the ad we did like a dumpling truck, um, you know, <laughs> Yum. and uh, Marge and I did the, the flower truck, you know, so yeah, that was oh, yeah. flower and flowers, oh, yeah, cool. Um, it's just a nice you know way to. I mean, we eat all the time. I, I do have to say, <laughs> you know, we're we're constantly eating uh on set which is really good i mean because we you know it's hard but it's i say that it's we, we're constantly eating but it's actually hard now to eat on set because we wear mask um and you can't like just take off your mask and start eating like you have to go to a designated spot mm. and like for somebody like myself or lauren you know we we don't get a time we don't get a chance to go to the bathroom a lot because yeah. we have to be there all the time um and so it so i will it because our camera this all happens to the whole camera department when there's treats it'll just collect like i I know lauren's food collects on her cart and then she'll either enjoy it at lunch or take it home and the same goes for me like i i have a cart too and they'll just Mm -hmm. bring me food and i'll just bring home all of this because we just don't have time i mean it's 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 one of the Again, part of the job that, you know, nobody tells you about, like, you don't have time to go to the bathroom, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Again, not glamorous at all, everybody. You're like, everybody, hold on, stop the sex scene. I just have to go pee. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you're out in the elements. Like, you have to, you know, you shoot night exteriors at, like, Mm -hmm. 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's it, it, it it isn't for... Again, not glamorous. It's not for the not for everyone. You know, not for everyone. It's not all the, that that you see in the movies. <laughs> well, we do appreciate you doing the job because we have yes, greatly we enjoyed do. this oh, season. Yes. <laughs> we yeah, enjoyed so. the end result very much. I'm very, very much so. I'm very happy. I'm very like just hearing <laughs> all of you guys and how you know how you saw this season. It's exactly I think what what we envisioned, what Marja envisioned. I mean, we're we're really proud of. We're really, I mean, we're proud of season one, but we're really, really proud of season two. Um, and uh, we just hope we can carry it on further for season three. Oh, we have everything, everything crossed for season three. And I hope we hear something soon. I'm sure we will. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that's what's going to happen because Ash yeah, and I will be it, announcing it as soon as we hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can't wait. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh, wow. We, 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 uh, like we moved the world a little bit. We put it out in the world. Like right. I'm just going to say, like, I'll, I'll just tell, I'll tell Marja, well, it was Ash, Jess and Chris who made it all happen. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She already knows who I he is. That's fine. <laughs> but you should definitely yeah. get Lauren Peel here. Okay, I'll message her. I'll be like, I'll yeah. get her. I'll get her on. She, she. Yeah. I mean, she. She's just a great and so much fun, and she'll t she'll tell you stories. You know, I. I, <laughs> oh, I, I we, we love saying. stories. I, I have tunnel vision. I honestly have tunnel vision in terms of like my work and what I do. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if Lauren will tell you all the gossip, but there is a lot of gossip on set. And I am like literally the last person to know. Like, uh, you know, I'll find out like at the rap party. Like, oh, that happened? <laughs> That's I how I mean, you do have a very important job to do. So, you know, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Just... I missed all the, the, the juicy stuff. Maybe so. season three now you'll be like, oh. Oh yeah. yeah. What's happening? Keep keep detailed notes for us in season three. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll expect a notebook at the end. Blooper <laughs> yeah. I mean, here. This happened. You know. Yes, bloopers. Yes. Talk to the people in it that have the bloopers and get them out. Bloopers and cuts. That's what. That's I. I, I said to Showtime, I will take this project on for you if you give me them. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> or the directors or the, the longer cuts or yeah, yeah. you know because yeah. there is it goes through different revisions or deal with extended edition oh, <laughs> extended yeah. cut yeah that's like what, what i want miss yeah the one that goes um, for 12 <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah. episode one two hours long you know yeah. <laughs> I, w I wish there was where the director's commentary, you know, would really give us the di the dirt on like, yes. what happens. Um, but I don't know if that'll ever happen. Right. <laughs> this is the scene where so yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're like, this is the scene, not. but yeah, but like, well, <laughs> wait a minute, I can't tell you about what happened there. <laughs> I have a non-disclosure. <laughs> this is the scene um. when so and so just started shouting. You know, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start any rumors about anything. <laughs> yeah, definitely keep detailed notes for us for season three, Sandra. I will. I will. You know, talk, talk, talk us up to the rest of them so they'll want to come on our podcast. Yeah. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Oh I appreciate the time. Yes. So, so, so much. It's been, oh my God. So, like, this is honestly just like such a like it's like a dream talking to someone who works on the show so thank you so much we really 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 appreciate it and your time sure. and working on the show too and making season two so great because we absolutely absolutely adored it and oh, oh, great well it's great to hear thank thank you guys for having me on the show i uh yeah can't wait to, can't wait to see what you put together <laughs> and i feel like we'll all be watching season three a little bit differently now analyzing yes. a little bit yeah and if you need any notes if you need any notes for season three you know this you can call us anytime yeah yeah, yeah. You, you'll be watching the the intimacy scenes in a totally different light <laughs> look at that choreography look at that I wonder how many times they had to do that. Look at that macro shot. Yeah, I'll be looking for the macro shot. Uh, but th thanks, guys, again so much. Thank you, and have a great rest of uh, your weekend yeah. and everything. All right, great. Thank you so much. So that was our interview with Sandra Valde Hansen, who is the cinematographer of The L Word. It's Thursday at 4.30, which is... 11:30 a.m. Eastern Time and 8:30 a.m.
Pacific time. So I'm planning on posting this literally straight away. So I just wanted to jump on and say from Miss G and I, thank you so much for this whole season of drinks at Dana's. Chris, Jess and I, and I feel okay speaking on behalf of them, have had the absolute best best time doing this podcast you know we didn't really know each other that well before we started this like I literally met Jess and Chris because of doing Elcon which wasn't that long ago it was when they were filming season two and we just became friends and then through doing this podcast at you know oh G wants to leave (laughs) at 6am or whatever time we were recording that it was it was so fun. I I loved doing it. I loved hearing you guys and your comments and everything like that. And I also think that you know we had an interesting balance because we all have such different views. You know, Jess and Chris like their favorite characters are Shane and Carmen and Finley and stuff, and so different from me, who's more. Bet and Tina and people like that. And of course, we all have common ground. We all love Danny and Gigi. So <laughs> again, a thank you so much to Sandra, who was just so awesome. We had the best time making this video and I hope you guys enjoyed it. But again, I've had the best time doing this podcast and the show has to return for season three purely because we need to make another season of drinks at Dana's. If there's anything that you guys would like to see us review, I mean, I am trying to talk Chris and Jess into reviewing at least season one of Gen Q. Give, give me that. So maybe some comments would help them, you know, say yes. But if there's anything else that you guys would like to see, let us know. Again, if you want the latest updates and things on season three, I'll link that in the cards above. And of course, make sure that you're subscribed here because the second the official news for season three comes out, I will be doing video and doing my usual putting it out everywhere. And we have still tons of stuff that we're going to be doing on the channel over, you know, the hiatus and then into season three because we're going to be covering all the filming, everything. And then in December, I'm also doing the advent calendar where I release a video every single day in December. So there's tons of stuff coming up on the channel. I'm covering loads of other shows, but you know, there's nothing like the L word for me. It's the number one in in my world and the number one in my heart. So we'll definitely be back very soon. And as I said, if there's anything else you'd like to see us cover, let us know. And just a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has watched and listened to the episodes of the podcast and to the people that listen to every single episode. Like you're the whole reason that we do this podcast because otherwise it's just three lunatics talking to each other at, you know, the weirdest times in the world. So thank you so much to everyone. And we will, of course, be back in the not too distant future. So as always, make sure to stay safe, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye guys. (laughs) 